What's up, Lady Ballers? Welcome back. We're Soccer Props. And it's game time. Lady Ballers. Lady Ballers. We're back in the building. We're older and wiser. What's up, guys? How are you? Good. We're nine. We're nine. We are old. Guys, that's crazy. Feels like just the other day we were in preseason. Like, 10 is a big one. I know. Yeah. That's like, nuts. I feel like, you know how with animals, like every human year is like seven dog years. Like I feel like business, like I feel like we're like really 87 as a business. <laughs> yeah. Our hair is wild. definitely turning gray. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So today, guys, we're talking about teammate stereotypes. So if anyone's missed this video that we did, we'll include the link in um, the description. It's a pretty hilarious video. I think it's one of my favorites that we filmed. Just because we had so many of our teammates in it and we had our coach. And yes. it was just so spot on because a lot of the people played the actual person they were, right? Yeah. Not all of them, but it was like very on brand. Um, but yeah, it, so let's let's start it up. As in shout out to Jim, by the way, our coach. He had some like pretty quality lines in this video and he really took it very seriously. I was impressed with his he acting. Could, he could be an actor. Like he was very good at it. Like, turned it off. Yeah, like he yelled in like someone's face and I was like, damn, that, <laughs> that felt like a real yell. Like <laughs> it was like PTSD. Like I heard his voice and his yell and it scared me. Um so the first one, the suck up. Uh, every team's got one. Or four. <laughs> <laughs> and every and every team needs one, honestly, because they keep oh. the coach in a de in a decent mood. That's yeah. so true because they're always so willing to help pick up all the cones and like move the goal. There's nothing and... sadder though than a suck up who doesn't play. <laughs> like if you're gonna <laughs> yeah. suck up, at least hopefully well, they put them, you on the field because that's them trying to play. Yeah, trying to get playing time. Ugh. I feel like the easiest way to tell a suck up, and this could just be me, is like when I coach. I'm like, all right, bring it in, and there will be one kid that races around to pick up every cone for me. I'm like, you don't have to. Like, I'll get him after. And they're like, no, no, I got him, I got him, I got him, and they run around and pick him up. That's like the yeah, that's, that's that kind of that kind of teammate. Hey, but respect because the rest of them didn't have to pick them up. So meanwhile, they have like really strict parents who just always make them clean it. <laughs> or their parents are also like stop being a suck up. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Um, what about the perpetual eater? I'm going to talk to this because this was me like all the time, but like they, one strikes the court as well. <laughs> like you always had wrappers in your pockets. Like, yeah, like I would do laundry and there would be like a freaking Swedish fish package <laughs> in my bed. Well, when we travel for away games, right? They would stack, stock the bus up with all the snacks, all those chewy bars in the pockets on the sidelines. Yep. I would eat like 3,000 calories and not play a minute. It was great. Or or eat 3,000 calories and then play and feel like you're going to vomit. And you're like, I just ate two bagels like 10 minutes yep. before my game. We would be like slopping on that strawberry cream cheese. Yep. The perpetual oh, yeah. perpetual eater would like hide two more in their bag. <laughs> I remember we were going on a, a way – we were going somewhere to like Vermont with the team. And they put all of the – the coaches put all of the protein bars and stuff in the front. And you grab it as you go to the back. And I remember grabbing like five. And Jim looked at me and he gave me like the death stare. I was yeah. like, what if – what if you know I don't what if I'm hungry like I get nervous we we I, got in trouble one year with you were you guys on the team we ate all the snacks that were meant for the whole weekend of trips like, on the way there <laughs> Jim was their fault. He, he yelled at Susie and it was not Susie's fault it was 
our fault for eating like poor Susie, like savages. And I remember he said, it was supposed to last the whole weekend trip. Like you had a game in like Niagara and the one in Canisius or something. And we emptied the bus out like a bunch of men. And we got really yelled at. And then he, like, angrily made Susie go grocery shop again. <laughs> like, that also, like, spreading. it was really gross how people would, like, reuse the knives and, like, mm-hmm. there was, like, just banana peels, like, lying around everywhere. Like, it was nasty. Or banana peels being left in your bag, Shannon, until it became maple until, syrup. Yeah, you know, oh, maple syrup. That's where maple syrup's from. <laughs> well, the moral of the story is there's at least one, if not most of your team, that is perpetually eating. And my favorite is the one who does it on the sideline. If you yeah. are hiding yeah. it while the game's going on, respect. respect. And you convince yourself that you need it for, like, game energy fuel. <laughs> That's your reasoning. Yeah. Oh well, actually, fun fact about Swedish fish, but Paul Riley would fun give that to his players he on the sideline. So they'd come off the bench and they'd be eating that. Yeah. I mean... Well, I forgot what team that was on. Yeah, because everyone would always have those, like, energy Gatorade chews and everything. And, like, Swedish fish and gummy bears suffice just as much. It's the same exact thing. It's sugar. Yep. Yep. And I love it. What about what about the team crier? Ugh. The crier. You feel bad. You feel bad. You feel bad for a while. You all want to cry. But there's always just one who always actually does cry, I feel like. Yeah. There's one person I'm thinking of, particular for our freshman year, who would cry like before fitness and then during and then mouth the name. I wanted to cry but like watching her cry made me like even more upset. It was it, I'll bleep it. Yeah. Was it Oh, yeah. Aww. And then she <laughs> would cry during fitness and a bad practice like everyone. See, I don't even remember crying cuz she was on the team for like 3 weeks. 2 seconds. Yeah, I yeah, know. But See, she guys, did the come crying, to preseason. Don't cry too much. She did come to preseason though. I was shocked. Yeah. But you she can't get mono in week 2. <laughs> that affects it. <laughs> yeah, but guys, just try not to be the crier. It is a little. You can just quietly cry in the like in the bathroom stall like I did. There's ways around it. <laughs> Hold on, there's a difference because, like, if you're crying because you're in, you're working so hard that you're in pain, or if you're crying because you're being a baby about it, I feel like there's a huge difference. Yes, that's a big difference. Yeah, Don't definitely. be the the baby. I mean, we all the fit to want to cry is is okay because I think <laughs> yeah, that's just part of being. <laughs> it does feel so good when you do too. Like when you're in your bed after like a long preseason day, you're like. <laughs> God. Or you have your whole upper body inserted into your locker so that no one else can see you crying. Yeah. <laughs> Done there. Done that. All right, the team spirited. This Listen is me, like, I, re- I respect this person so much. Yeah. This is a full-time job. It like, is. You're, you can't cry. You're always on top of your game, and you're always bringing that energy. Especially People because, rely on you. Yeah, and when you're down 2-0, that person's still like, you got this. Yeah, you could have literally scored like three own goals and they come off and be like, you are doing so, just keep it up. Yeah. Doing great. And they make you feel better about everything. They're a cheerleader and a mom all packaged in one. It's the best. Yeah. I, I can't even imagine how depleted they are after they leave a practice or a game. <laughs> What's like the saying, like, you can't help other like, something about your glass being full. Oh, it's got to be full so you can pour more love and energy into helping others. Team Spirit is pouring out. They got nothing. Yeah, they're an empty... <laughs> they're dry. <laughs> they need cold drops from all the cheering. Do you agree with this also that most often the team spirited is 
usually the team braider a lot of the times too. Like I feel like the selflessness aspect and like sitting and braiding everyone's hair goes like hand in hand because they want you to feel good. So you can play good. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're also contributing to the pasta parties. They're inviting the freshmen everywhere. They're driving everyone everywhere. I need a team spirited, like in my daily life. That'd be great. Call me to work. (laughs) Oh, this one's you on. The next one's tough. The unlucky one. <laughs> I feel like I had a bit of this. That's for sure. So, this, injuries, right? I, yeah, like... Just everything, it just though. It could just be, like, injuries, like, professors, uh, roommate, you know, like... Mm-hmm. Or, like, we would all... The unlucky one is also when, like, the whole team is screwing around and doing the same thing and screwing around, but coach turns around and just sees the one girl doing it and she gets ringed out when you know everyone else you are so guilty of doing the same thing that that person gets yeah. just got ringed out for isn't that the worst you want to like be like i was too but you're like no you're like no it's not worth it i sacrifice yourself <laughs> the unlucky one we also say that's the girl who thinks that she hears her name to be subbed in on the sideline mm-hmm. and then he's like, no no not you go back <laughs> yeah or she sprains her ankle in the warm-up yeah. Yeah. Or like everyone gets their like lunch at Panera and they just forget her name. Like they just forget <laughs> yeah. her order. Oh. And everyone's already done eating. And you're just like, where is my chicken? Really? That is for real. Do you like do you remember they would have all the sandwiches for on the bus and they'd call it everyone's name and there would be someone whose sandwich they like messed up or they'd be like a vegetarian but they made them like a meat sandwich or something yeah. and it was just yep. like you feel meat so bad. Yeah. But you weren't giving up your sandwich. No, you're not gonna give up your sandwich. <laughs> Your subway, oh ten, 10 inch. What is it? Nine inch? Six, six uh, inch. Six inch. See, I hate oh, it so much. Long inch. But they pay. No, do you guys remember how annoyed we were? That it would be like five dollar foot longs, but then it would be like five dollars and forty nine cents. And I'm like, I used to, I used to always joke about this with everyone. I'm like, how they're lying? Like with their marketing, it's more than five dollars. more, and it's never actually six inches long if you measure that. Yeah, yeah. Not a chance. What's um? Isn't that like guy Charlie? Po- What's his name? That singer that your oh, mom likes. Singer? Oh, he's the new spokesperson. Yeah. Kidding? Yeah, he's like. Five, five, nine, five, nine, <laughs> you need to send this to me so I can send it to my mom. Every time I see it, I think about your mom and how you guys went <laughs> to that concert. But also, thanks for selling yourself out, Charlie Poop. He probably made <laughs> bank because when's the last time you thought about Subway? Uh Charlie Pooh started singing their song. Yeah. True. That smell is like, I always will remember that smell. There's such a distinct scent of Subway. I don't even know what it is, but like if they bottled it in a perfume, I would know that that's a Subway scent. Well, they should use it as like cleaning supplies because it's (laughs) gross. I used to get my nails done next to a Subway and it would just be like miserable as the aromas would sweep in. Did it stain your clothes? The Subway smell? Yeah, like no. Oh, you leave smelling like Subway. Maybe, maybe no one told me. Yeah. Well, I feel like it's similar to like a porter potty. That's usually what happens when oh. you walk in there. Uh, like you leave with it on your clothes. Yeah, that that like thing that's in the urinal. Yeah, the unlucky one that would happen to. And like <laughs> that girl I told you guys about who thought it was the soap bar and washed her hands with it. Eh, no. Yeah, in, in high school soccer, she thought it was a soap bar. And I don't know how many times she did it, but like, she only told us about it. What she's like, I can't believe like, like the, there's barely any soap left. And I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, you know, the soap bar in the sink. And we're like, the urinal with the 
It's like a, it's like, what does it even do? It's like supposed to urinal cake. Smell. Yeah, it's a urinal cake. She thought the urinal cake was yeah. soap. Okay, so it's she had been doing it her entire life. Probably. And then that, that was just the first time she said it out loud. Yeah, I mean, she was a junior in high school, so. <laughs> that is really sad. Like, I, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. She's probably the only person immune to the coronavirus. You know, oh, she's just from that. Before she started it. Oh my god! And then she probably went out, and then was like okay with like eating things with her hands. She gave the high five line to all of you guys. Oh my god, disgusting! <laughs> That's probably how I, I got mono. Probably from her. I don't know what to say. I just feel really bad for her and for <laughs> everyone she's infected. Um, the next one is the overly intense. Uh uh, often spotted sprinting the warm-up lap you ever like yes that's my first college experience the first practice i'll never forget jim was like all right two laps around the field we ran behind casey Froby at a pace that would have set the record for the mile i was chasing her with all of my heart to, to take our warm-up lap the overly <laughs> intense ruins it for everyone else Mm -hmm. yeah, like, they raise that bar. They raise no. the bar too high. It's in a bad thing, but yeah. it's really, tiring. I specifically remember when I played on my club club team, there was a girl that did that with every warm-up, and it would bother everyone else so much. Yeah. Like, everyone would be like, calm down. Like, that's it, – it's so funny how it affects us because we're, like, not working as hard. Yeah, and then you, <laughs> you know, they're you're, trying like, their best. into it, and now you're just, like, annoyed at this person. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're just like working so hard. The one, the <laughs> no, one benefit, okay. and like, what we talk about is there's no such thing as for fun with that person. But yeah. it did make it like amped up the competition. I feel like during I certain think, drills. I think there's just a time and place. Like you could be overly intense in certain drills, and of course in the game. But if you're doing like the warm up and like the drill where you're supposed to be like you know not mm -hmm. hurting people, because the overly intense are the people who injure everyone else at practice. Yeah, they're like in a walkthrough practice when you're not supposed to. I I vividly remember a fight between an overly intense player and a semi overly intense player, and there was a slide tackle at practice, and they went at each other. Wait, can we oh, mute the name too? It was. <laughs> yep. I I remember that. Remember yep. that. Do you remember yep. that moment? I was so yeah. nervous. And that was during preseason, and they were freshmen, and I thought they were going to fist no, fight each other. No, because we were there, so they were. So sophomores. they were sophomores. Oh yeah, they were. Yeah, they were older. But like I, yeah, it was like early on. I was like, wow, is this going to be a thing? Like that was scary. <laughs> that like. Well, that's the thing, though. You just brought up a good point. The overly intense person may be working really hard, but they often injure other people. Yeah. The so one time, well, the time when I really appreciate the overly intense is in the huddle. Yeah, of course. The huddle. It could totally amp you with that. Yeah, those days when everyone's dragging, they're still motivating. They kind of go with like that, um, what's the, t the team mom one that we were just talking about? The team spirit. Oh, the like, spirit. There could be a mix of it. Just, you know, it has a time. It has a place. The next one. Just more smiling. More smiling. Yeah. <laughs> the next one is the fuck up. Um, <laughs> it was one. Yeah, I feel like that was a mix between the fuck up and the overly intense, which is not a good combo. Yeah, and I was—I would think I was the overly intense and the unlucky one, which is also terrible. <laughs> but, but yes, the fuck up. Who? What? We always said was you could often spot them either missing a shin guard entirely and using like a McDonald's, forgetting their penny, forgetting coming late their to jersey. practice, late. 
Yeah, being late to practice or like sleep, you know, sleeping and getting there like 20 minutes late. Yeah. Yeah. They were usually the one that like overslept and like slept through their alarm and then your team had to run because of them. Oh, God. And you're like, gosh, darn it. Or like their GPA like was so low that it put your whole team's GPA like (laughs) below the point that makes coach happy. (laughs) Did you you ever oversleep during Fairfield? I never slept in general. So no. I will literally never forget. And I genuinely was like, if practice was at 11, I was got there at 1101. I have, I don't, I don't think I've ever experienced a fear like that in my life. But was your roommate not a soccer player? Yeah, not. So that always yeah. happened to people who didn't have roommates who were soccer players. And I woke up with like text messages and calls and I was like, I can't even read these right now because every second is so important. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I, I was coming straight out of my car and running onto the field instead of even putting anything in the locker room. Yeah. Like that is how close it was. Oh my God. That it was happened so to Jack Lay too. I felt, but it was just because the only reason we all did was because you had that person like, you know, are you coming? Yeah. Like we're going, we're going. And like, you had to be on time. Like she had yeah. the same thing. I remember, like she just overslept, like, and no one told her to get up. We got in trouble for that one, I think, right? I think. Oh so. uh, no, Alyssa Decker. I remember. Oh. I remember. Um, bleep her name out. Came to late. So to many bleeps are going to be in this episode. There's a lot of bleeps. Oh, they all and have to be bleeped out though. She came late to Spellman's fitness session, and she didn't even apologize to anyone. And we did Shock. extra stuff because of her. And I literally wanted to murder her. I'm like, can you Shock. at least apologize and hold yourself accountable to the team? No. Well, she was the best sleeper in the world. That girl could sleep ten extra hours during the day. She could nap in jeans like nobody's business. Yeah, that's. I respect the sleeping game. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right. So the next, the next type, quite the opposite of the f up, is the bomb. God give to her. <laughs> Coach's absolute favorite. The bomb can't do anything wrong. Like if they did forget something, it doesn't matter because they're the bomb. Yeah. Or if they mess up a drill in practice, it was everyone else's fault right around them. Yeah. It was definitely not their fault. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you respected the bomb so much that you would take the fault. <laughs> And the lineup, no matter how they played the week leading up to the game, that so was the good. one name you could be certain was right where it was going to be in the lineup. Yep, yep. it's so funny. Uh, I wish I – I think everyone wishes they were the bomb. Of course. Also, the bomb would say something to coach, and coach would actually, like, listen yeah. and change the drill or, or you know. Yeah. The, it's just crazy. The bomb could be the, like, no fitness today, and they'd be like, no fitness today. <laughs> <laughs> The bomb is the person that coach wants you to play the ball to at all costs. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. And they are often found just dribbling for 30 seconds at a time, and everyone just kind of watches. Yeah. You know? They'll You're do, like, like three scissors. They'll mess up. They can't, There's nothing wrong with it. The ball will get Guys, taken away. Is the bomb usually the one that wears, like, neon cleats? Yeah. Oh, how's it? The bomb has You know, you can spot cleats. them before you even see them play. Like, <laughs> yeah. They have, like, an, a confidence about them. I respect that confidence, but sometimes it goes way overboard. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's a fine line for Devon. 
when we filmed this video it was so funny ashley did such a great job playing this character like she was that person she was that person <laughs> she was without even trying she was without even trying she was the fastest person i've ever seen oh, she's yeah. so good and oh my god carly what know. types do you think you are of all these stereotypes i was just trying to think i'm definitely the perpetual eater um probably i don't know i mean i i think my coaches always liked me but i don't know if i was fully the bomb person like i feel like like jim gave, you had, you gave me a hug one time on the sideline you, can you were yeah that. you were devon a little bit i yeah. for sure see that but not i don't think i was obnoxious like no i don't think like so. the bomb usually is yeah no but I think what about you guys on you what well, did you guys say you, say you were? The overly intense and the fuck up, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not the suck I up. I feel I'm like, the yeah, I was the overly intense and the unlucky one. Yeah, the sure. suck up was painful. Only some people can do that without, you know? Yeah. You had to yeah. That, like, it's a, it's a full-time job. It really is. Yeah. It is. So whatever type of stereotype you are on your team, we need all of them. Yeah. They're all equally important Gen like i honestly think they all bring a certain aspect to the team oh you know who we didn't even talk about is the team dj who is for sure a stereotype on a team yes they like bring they bring the hype but like in a cool way you know yeah you need you need the team dj but you need them all and like even though we made fun of some of them more than others like unless you have them all the team's not gonna work yeah, you, really, you literally they all have they all play such an important role i totally yeah. Yeah. even the eater yeah. I think we're all of them in a certain way, like just more one version than others, you know? Yeah. Like we're all, we make fun of this stuff, but like we all had these characteristics in some way or another. So don't feel bad if you feel like we were personally victimized by our <laughs> stereotype. You're just as important, whether you're the DJ, the suck up, the team spirit, any of them. We need you guys. So, Focus. all right, thank you, ballers. Lady Bars, have a great weekend. Get after your training. Eat some good food. Friday, a lot of you have your first showcases coming up. I'm hearing it's a huge weekend for like trial and error tournaments and stuff, Ooh. at least in the New England area. So Don't I'm excited to hear about it. Yeah, it's wild. All right, enjoy, awesome. guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.